Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. given as a picture of our relationship with Jesus. And so, husbands and wives, your relationship is telling the world something about Jesus. It's woven into our DNA to understand that this is speaking to a higher truth than just the two people. Somehow, our culture today has managed to both minimize the importance of marriage and redefine what it is all at the same time. As Pastor David teaches you in today's message, marriage is and always has been a thing created by God. So the only correct view of marriage is the way that God meant for it to be. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 as he continues his message, Marriage and Singleness. God is so blunt here in this chapter. It's hilarious in terms of it's not our church picture of God. He says, the temptation to sexual immorality is real. So in marriage, be sure that you have sex regularly. He says you need to cultivate that relationship and have a good perspective of serving your spouse there. He says the the temptation is real. If you're single, he says, get married. It's a healthy thing. He's not afraid of it. He's not ashamed of it. He says specifically in marriage that you should be looking to serve your spouse in that way. It's a way of serving one another. And it's important to understand that this passage I have heard, you know, sometimes it can be abused in the sense of we demand of the spouse. You know, I have authority over you. And that's not the point, right? The point of what he's saying here is the opposite. You should be looking at your relationship in sex as though your job is to serve your spouse. Even here, we are following Jesus. We are submitting to his example. He says he came to serve, not to be served even in this most intimate part of our lives, still we're reflecting Jesus, the Holy Spirit moving through us. In Ephesians chapter five, verse 30, after a long explanation of more of just how how marriage should work, Paul says, we are members of Christ's body, of his flesh and of his bones, echoing when God brought Eve to Adam Adam says, this is now the bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. 
Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Right in the middle of this explaining how we ought to relate to one another in marriage, he explains that the marriage is meant to be a picture. It's given as a picture of our relationship with Jesus. And so, husbands and wives, your relationship is telling the world something about Jesus. It's woven into our DNA to understand that this is speaking to a higher truth than just the two people. It's touching something deeper. The relationship between the two of us is deep, but it's also echoing the spiritual reality. And so when you have a godly marriage that's full of joy and serving one another, it speaks to the world, to the people around you, speaks to that thing in their heart that aches for reunion with God. And you're speaking to it, you're demonstrating something on a much deeper level than just words can do. You're touching something deeper there. You're showing the powerful love of God incarnate in your marriage. We're going to move on from marriage. We're going to talk about, there's more going on in this chapter than just that, but recognize that this is not meant to just be hypothetical. This is not a a textbook. These are instructions for how you live your life. Seek to apply this in your marriage. Single people, your romantic desires are also God's design. While you're single, the desire is still God's design. And again, there's no shame in it. He's not confused about how he made you. Yes, there's brokenness, there's things that enter in that distort the, the desire, but he's not ashamed of the fact that you have sexual desire while you don't have a spouse or freaked out by it. And he gave you those desires. And he even entered into the weight of living in a physical body with hormones, right? A normal human male body for 33 years. When he was resurrected, he still lives in that human body. Jesus is still a man, a resurrected man, but a man. He tells us in Hebrews, he intentionally stepped into humanity to feel what we feel, to suffer what we suffer. So he knows what it is to be a single man for 33 years. He says now he is betrothed to us. He's engaged to the church. But he has been engaged for 2,000 years and long distance. He's been waiting a long time. He knows what it is to be a single man. So when he gives instructions about how to live in that, he's not doing it in a callous, disconnected way. He understands the challenges of walking in sexual morality as a single person. His instructions are given with empathy. He's there. He has been in it. He's in it with you. He understands. And that changes the way we walk it out, I think. Again, because he's not just arbitrarily throwing rules at you. He cares about you. He knows what it feels like 
to walk these things out, but he does give us instruction. Later in this chapter, he gives probably the biggest instruction for single believers to marry only in the Lord. In the last chapter, he explained that sex with an unbeliever is becoming unequally yoked, is the way he phrases it. And a yoke was the way that you bound two oxen together as they plowed a field. And the idea, right, is that if you're moving in the same direction, the bond becomes really helpful. But if you're moving in opposite directions, the bond becomes a thing that creates pain and creates conflict and right, becomes a problem. So single believers, he's telling you, your romantic desires are good and helpful when they're bound to another believer. But if you bind yourself to someone who is not in the Lord, who is spiritually dead while you're spiritually alive, it's harmful. And I want to be clear with that too. He says only marry in the Lord. Sometimes people are like, well, we're just dating, so it doesn't count. You know, hopefully he'll get saved, she'll get saved before we make it to the altar. Maybe they're probably going to fake it for you for a little while. You know, there'll be some semblance to make it feel like this kind of works. And when you're dating, usually you can make things work because you're just really into each other and you don't really care about any of the problems for the first nine months that you're dating, whatever, you know, you kind of overlook stuff. If you're dating an unbeliever, you guys, your lives are still moving in different directions. You just stop in the same place for a little while. And it always creates conflict and pain. I have watched so many painful, painful relationships like that. I lived it as a younger man. And when you, as a believer, date an unbeliever, it's not just painful and foolish for you, but it's selfish for the other person because what you're telling them really is that you're disregarding the instruction of the Lord teaching them that their soul is less valuable to you than the satisfaction of your own romantic desires. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio. Thanks for joining us today for this edition. The book of 1 Corinthians is so applicable to the issues that the modern church faces today. Within this book, we find the Apostle Paul writing to a church that was full of the Holy Spirit, but also dealing with some big problems. Throughout this study, we'll be looking at the different things God teaches us about prioritizing His way and sharing His love. As you continue to study this book, look for ways to apply God's teaching in your own life and to serve your local church. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of these type of messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today. Or you can download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link on the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the book of 1 Corinthians. We look forward to our next edition here on Main Thing Radio.